Children, this podcast contains strong language and adult humour. The content warnings can be found in the episode description. Welcome to Dungeons and Dopamine, a comedy D&D podcast where we exchange one fucked up hellscape for another. This week, I want to know your happy, special thought slash memory. So if you, <laughs> if, you were, if you needed to fly to Neverland or you needed to cast a Patronus spell, what would be the, the thing that you were, you were thinking of to do it? Hello, I'm Helen and I play Ada Bones, who is a human barbarian when we enter this crazy world. Ada's favourite memory is probably from school disco in about year three. It's kind of one of those situations where Ada's pretty sure what happened is she won like a dancing competition and there were like flashing light. All the school were like around her in a circle and they were all like, yeah, Ada, you're so amazing but actually it's it probably wasn't like that at all I think it was one of those times where like you would cut to what it was really like and actually the music's really quiet and Ada's just going fucking mad in the middle (laughs) and everyone's just either not looking at her or and if they are they're like what is she doing but it was very distinctly uh White Town Your Woman which is a banger uh and every time Ada listens to it just brings her just pure unadulterated joy I don't what song is that I'm gonna have to sing it yeah because I (laughs) <laughs> it's the one that goes isn't that star wars also that that memory just sounds like an excerpt from my childhood yeah. like 100 percent me at school disco in the middle yeah. of the room having the best time yeah yeah so good but it's like you know like when (laughs) the the music is like (laughs) absolutely yeah yeah. no mine was at steps um what was it there was five six seven eight that was I would kill that one. Yeah. That would be my time to shine. Yeah. And Saturday night as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The guns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guns. yeah. Saturday night. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just amazing. I remember a memory from uh, my freshest year when that came up on Freshest Week. And I'd never heard that song before. And everyone in the club just started dancing the, to it. And I was in the, the middle of it. It was like, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is at happening? My, <laughs> my everyone just started lying down. I was like, that's hilarious. It came on at the summer party. I think it was at the Christmas party for Bird and Blend. And I ended up teaching the owner of the company how to do the five six seven eight dance <laughs> oh, that's amazing. yeah amazing yeah amazing. a great time i was more ashamed that he didn't know it so it's like you're british and you don't know this <laughs> shame <laughs> cool is it my turn um <laughs> yeah, yeah i meant cool like good not cool speak <laughs> speak, up. speak up cool my name is jordan i play london cool the half elf rogue mastermind london's fondest memory is when he first moved to brighton between three and 25 years ago <laughs> <laughs> he uh he walked into the first vintage shop he saw and uh bought his very first brighton trench coat and it was a uh, 
nice. lovely tan colour, and he was very pleased with it. It fit like a glove. It's your happy memory. That's that. The happy memory. plates. Yeah. Does he still have the same one? Yeah, but it's in a box. Oh, he's it's kept, kept. It. It's oh, like, you know, it's uh, had new ones over the years, but that one's got a special, special. It's, um, you know, like they do it with um, football football jerseys what are they fucking call shirts when they frame. put them in like a frame in a, yeah, yeah it's in a frame <laughs> above his bed <laughs> framed trench coat above yep. his like bed like Batman suit <laughs> yep oh. I love the way you say his bright and tre- his first bright and trench coat as if that's a thing <laughs> <laughs> we've all got heard one. of them Lee we've all got no. one are we supposed to have one <laughs> Let's get down heard, to town yeah. tomorrow and get yourself a bit. He's not oh, heard yeah. of a Brighton trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a euphemism. It does sound like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. And then he gave those. me a Brighton trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> Shudder to think what it actually is. Grizzly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, my name's Toby and I'm playing Tommy Elding. Um, he's an artificer and a drow. Uh, Tommy's happiest memory. So he used to go to the pier once a year with his dad. And his happiest memory is it's the feeling of the drop in your stomach when you go off the log flume and his dad holding on to him it's like a safety and fear all at the same time so that's that's yeah that's his memory that's the first time I've liked Tommy (gasps) yeah Yeah. I've been I've been feeding nice things in (laughs) (laughs) if you notice and he's gonna act worse for it (laughs) what went wrong that's wonderful I'm Emily Chantler I play Cassandra Druid Wood Elf um, my happiest memory is also peer related. It's um, when she first moved to Brighton. She ran away from home because everyone was being a dick to her. And she was stood on the end of the pier watching the sea and someone came over and offered her a donut. And it was Ada Bones. Aww. And from that moment, they became good friends. And yeah, that was her moment. <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't... I changed my happiness. Yeah, memory. a snob, though, isn't it? Going the other way. What's your happiest memory? Just me dancing on my own with no one else there. <laughs> Especially not my best friend, Cassandra. <laughs> I deliberately didn't tell you because I wanted a nice reaction from it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too delicate for this. <laughs> my name's Ashley. I play Bear, a Goliath bard. And Bear's favourite memory, childhood memory, is getting the top score at karaoke <laughs> to shares believe. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a little bit? <laughs> Maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good song for that. Mm. The, the lyrics are so sad, though. Yeah, they are. Did, did Bear sing like the, <laughs> yeah. the, the voice? Auto, yeah. yeah, the, the auto tune. I think he thinks he he did because the score was so high. He's assumed that he has. But how long has Bear been singing karaoke? For uh, twelve years. Twelve years. Lovely. How old is Bert? Yeah, that's what I'm thirty. <laughs> <laughs> When's his birthday? <laughs> oh fuck's sake! Uh, June fifteenth, nineteen ninety-two. That's canon now. <laughs> like, yeah. Forcing people to create <laughs> canon on the spot. <laughs> yes, I've got you now. I'm going to change it to the twelfth of May, nineteen ninety-two. <laughs> what your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget. <laughs> What's your mum's maiden name? <laughs> My first pet. <laughs> it's so bad when you see your old relatives fucking doing that on Facebook, isn't it? Oh, when yeah. they put the name of your pet and your mother's maiden name in the school you went to in here. I did. Oh <laughs> okay, yeah. Cool. I'm Sana, and I play Rowena Weathers, who is an owling sorcerer. And Rowena's happiest memory is 
when she got her first dog as a baby. Um, her parents were really annoyed with her for some reason because she was such an anxious baby. So they thought, maybe if we get a dog, little puppy, she'll calm down. But actually, the puppy was fucking mental. <laughs> so let's just cause chaos together. But she felt like she had a friend who understood. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Let's send on a sat note, guys. We've been very What's the dog's name? <laughs> she can't remember because she's so old. <laughs> yeah, 63 that's is very well, old. really so <laughs> <laughs> What was the dog's birthday? <laughs> and it's mum's maiden name. <laughs> and it's Fed's birthday. I have no answers to any of those. <laughs> Do dogs have pets? Can a dog have a pet? They're like teddies and toys, I would say. They're yeah. counters, maybe. <laughs> I was going to say they're children, but. <laughs> I'm not sure that's, uh, that's, a... that's a moral dilemma. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Mildred is Arthur's pet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Maud's their mother. Do you think? Do you think Arthur thinks that way as, to, as well? It's like here's my little kitty. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> do you think Roman's like? He's like, I'm a human. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just talk about dogs. <laughs> That's how the rest of the internet fucking functions. <laughs> dogs or hate speech. That's pretty much all there is. <laughs> <laughs> so to to recap. Uh, I planned a session for you, and then you didn't do it. <laughs> That's fine. I'm cool with it. I've got over it. Super um, chill. Yeah, super, super chill. chill. <laughs> you were in the jail as well. You had a pretty frosty confrontation with Silas, and you had a conversation about what was going on. It's clear that he doesn't trust you because nothing about your story adds up, and because he's saying that pretty much since you arrived just over a week ago, weird stuff's been going off all over the place. He's putting two and two together and thinks it's something to do with you, but you managed to... You managed to placate him enough for him to not kill you. You then, instead of going to bed, you saw the lights flashing um, <laughs> over the forest that Bramwell, the bugbear, had told you about and the strange noise in the distance. Y- you went to investigate. You got caught up with an army of uh, myconids, mushroom folk. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> there was some hallucinating. <laughs> you went up to the stone circle. You saw another shadowy figure who we all escaped got from you. You all got fisted <laughs> uh, in the stone circle. We all nearly died. Uh, uh, you all in nearly the, died. Yeah, in the stone circle. In the stone circle, <laughs> you got fisted in the stone circle to the point of death. Oh, <laughs> Every Friday. Oh, you, you managed to scrape yourself together um, oh, after no. that severe fisting. Oh, graphic. <laughs> you you went to the hospital. Mother Appleby met you there. She attended your wounds. The next morning, you spoke to Meredith, who was the farmer who you had been told about the day before who'd been attacked mysteriously in the fields Uh, and then you set off towards the farms on the other side of Hope Bay to investigate what's going on you met Farmer Giles who had an impeccable Welsh accent uh, and (laughs) (laughs) he told you uh, so the farmers have kind of they've huddled together in the middle of the farmland with these sort of flaming torches around them as kind of a last stand against whatever this weird stuff is in the night that's been attacking them pointed you in the direction of the ruins where Meredith was attacked and seems to be sort of the epicentre of the of the strange stuff and you guys headed off through the crops towards the ruins which are about a mile away from you so you're walking through kind of grain up to about your waists um, heading towards the north of the island so you can see the cliff edge and the sun is just beginning to set into the sea on this sort of hot dusty day and you can see about a mile ahead there's some ruins sticking up out of the crops and that's the direction you're heading in and as you're heading through the crops you have this 
feeling like you're being watched. I feel like we're being watched. I always feel that way. Yeah, I feel fucking weird. Have we already cracked open that cider that Farmer Giles gave us? Or? Yeah, C- Cassandra hands out the booze. Nice, thanks. <laughs> Can I um, investigate our surroundings? Yeah, sure, yeah. Give, Good uh, idea. Let's, do, let's give that a go. Nice. <laughs> Oh, a natural 20. What a, co- <laughs> what a good start. No oh, Congratulations. Right. Wow. Um, I fucked it. Thanks a lot. <laughs> and that's the end. <laughs> now we know you what solve it is. the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you looking for? I guess, um, since we're all maybe aware of the sense that we're being watched, I guess just unusual things of an unusual nature. Okay. In our tracks. Yeah. Tracks. tracks. Anything. <laughs> Yeah. So, so you're walking through a narrow path that's cut through the crops. With the natural twenty, when you look around, you you can see a few things. You can see that in the in the dust there are all sorts of tracks coming and going, both up and down this path, but actually across it through the through the crops as well. There are lots of different footprints that aren't just people wearing boots. There's, but you can't make out what they are. Uh, you can also see to the left and right of you there are sort of weird patches of like rotting crops in amongst the the other bits looking ahead you can see the kind of the field boundaries you can make out that either side of you in this field and it looks like in some of the fields ahead as well there are scarecrows on poles and you can see with a natural 20 that the ruins that you're heading towards there seems to be like um, like a faint kind of bluish glow coming from there, but as you try to focus on it, it, it disappears. I see. What did you see, London? <laughs> <laughs> you heard. <laughs> I can't repeat it all. <laughs> London does a great monologue about what he can see. <laughs> is it, is, <laughs> presumably it's evening now, so, a sunset, or is the, the sun setting? The sun is setting. Yeah. It, it's there's a lovely kind of orange luster across the whole scene. Ada is going to shout, All right then, who is, who's fucking around with these farmers, you fucking wankers? Come on, c- come on out. We're, 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 we'll sort you out. I've had some ciders. <laughs> Cassandra goes over and takes a cider off of Ada. <laughs> all, all you hear in response is just the sort of chirruping of, of crickets. Pork chop yawns. <laughs> That sounds very cute. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go over and give pork chop a little scritch on the on the top of the, the noggin. Pork chop likes that. Cool. <laughs> he sort of does that thing where he puts his arms up and he wants his belly scratched. Oh, oh, oh lovely. Okay. Get to the ruins, yeah. yeah. To the ruins. Just light a fire yeah. in the ruins. Have a little campfire. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little flight and just, just have a look around, just between okay. us and the ruins, if there's anything on the way. Uh, perception check, please. Or oh, no, you investigation. Seventeen. Seventeen. So you're you're flying low over the crops like a like a barn hour at dusk. It's pretty sweet. Um, and you're 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 scouting the area with a seventeen. You see something. Yes. <laughs> Give it to me. Could you make a wisdom saving throw for me, please? Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Cool. So you're flying over the crops. You feel this intense gaze coming at you from out of this uh, rye. So the, the rye is taller than the rest of the crops. It's about eight foot tall. And you can see a pair of glowing eyes in the rye look, looking at you. What colour? Um, they're yellow. 
and it's um it's incredibly unnerving but your wis- your wisdom saving throw was good enough that you managed to you managed to find yourself and stay calm and fly off you well you can fly towards it if you want but it's it's um you can see the eyes there and how you, sort of high are the eyes like if i can sort of imagine how tall this person thing about, would be they're about six foot up six foot Ooh. fuck me okay and they're just they're just staring at you out of this tall rye crop it's it's between you're walking you're walking at the moment through kind of waist high crop but it, between you and the ruins there's a, a field of this of this rye which is okay. which is higher so and that's where the eyes are peering out of you from okay I fly back to everyone else and like, hello, I've seen some eyes. There's eyes in front of us and rye. Where have you seen the eyes? In the rye. The rye? There's rye. The rye? It's not all this. There's rye. My, my. Growing on this field too. (laughs) (laughs) Who would have thought? There's eyes in the rye. (laughs) Why? Point, point me towards the rye. Why, why? It's right there. It's about eight feet high. Inspiration, Charlie. She's already got fucking inspiration. She's too good at this I'm game. I'm just an inspirational person, guys. <laughs> you can't have more than one. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, Bear very quickly hands pork chop to Ada, since she's already scratching him. And runs full force into the rye with his eyes closed. <laughs> my, my! <laughs> <laughs> We're past that already. Sorry. It's completely just over my head. It. I was like, what? It's, it's about 100 feet ahead of yeah, where you are gonna, now. So you're, you're just going just gonna to run the full fucking... Okay. Screaming. <laughs> Is this where Bear dies? Hmm? I'm scared for Bear's life. Yeah. Are, you, are you singing Led Zeppelin? <laughs> Sing and share. One, two, three. <laughs> I've forgotten the lyrics. Do believe alive Good impressions, everyone. Yeah. We, say, we, we were doing it the other day when we were doing Sing Star. you got to do like the. Kind of <laughs> <bit. laughs> so, Marina. Verena pointed in the direction of the eyes in the rye. Yeah. <laughs> my, my. Bear, bear just bear goes pelting towards them. You, you burst into the, the crops where Verena saw the eyes and you, you crash into a scarecrow on a pole. Fuck that. It's the scarecrows, isn't it? Yeah, it's ah. the fucking scarecrows. Fucking jeepers, creepers, mate. Yeah. <gasps> oh, no. No, thanks. I don't like this. <laughs> so I've got to try and make a noise that I crashed into a scarecrow. <laughs> I mean, I imagine- sticks got up my ass. <laughs> Bloody hell! As you hit the scarecrow, apparently, ass first. <laughs> fucking like cannonballed into the crops. So he sort of like shunned just as he's about as he's about to hit the rye, and I think the force has pushed him head over heels. So you fly into the rye. So yeah. So my. Yeah, <laughs> um, you sort of somersault into the scarecrow. Yeah. You hit it, and I mean you're massive, so this thing just fucking splinters. Um, well, probably, which is what happens to your ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the, the scarecrow breaks under the weight of you hitting it, and is just you know a lifeless scarecrow in on the floor. Oh, oh, sorry, buddy. Oh, there's nothing here. Are you all right, darling? Sort of. I got splinters in my ass. Oh. But there's nothing here. You should get those looked at. It might get affected. Thank you, London. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of insight. 
for the day. Much appreciated. <laughs> can, can, you, can you see the eyes? No, I can't see the eyes. That's what I'm trying to say. There's nothing here. So this scarecrow, its head is made of a sack filled with old grain and it's got some eyes sort of painted on it with yellow paint. There's a sack here. Filled with some old grain. Is it dry? I no grain, <laughs> but it's got eyes painted on it with yellow paint. No, no, the one I saw—I felt it. I felt it in my feathers. You felt it in your feathers. <laughs> I did. Has she had some of her special cigarettes again? <laughs> no, no. Bear, Bear picks up the sack and shows it to Rowena. Mm, did no. it look like this? Sort of, but but I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling the fear. The You're not feeling the fear. Oh, I felt so much fear. Could we? Could we maybe detect magic on the scarecrow? Is that maybe <laughs> what's left of it? Yeah, you're a detective. <laughs> I can try it. I'd never. I haven't detected magic before. Let's give it a go. <laughs> oh, I don't, you need to have a spell to detect magic. So you could do an Arcana check. On do it, Arcana, yeah, uh, which would give you some information, but not as much information. Is detect magic would. Someone's got detect magic. I do have One detect magic. Guys. But perhaps Rowena's still a bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to go over and yeah. have a look. You could do. You, you want to do an arcana check on it? Yeah, you could do an arcana check. Mine's plus five. Oh, shit. Oh, go on, Tommy. For Bye-bye. some reason. <laughs> You you are actually incredibly magical. I'm actually good. Yeah, you just don't <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. I mean, Tommy paints. Of course, he's magical. He sees the beauty in everything. It's mainly England flags. <laughs> uh, that is a 19 altogether. <laughs> oh my! God. A 19. Okay. Tell us everything. <laughs> <laughs> so as you you bend down and you look at the tattered pieces of of this Ash's ass. <laughs> <laughs> investigating bears' ass. <laughs> and that was just from the fisting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to make that especially loud when I edit it. With your, with your artificer, Arcana Insight, you look at the scarecrow and a couple of things about it stand out to you as strange. The first thing is that when you look at the hands, what you thought at first were just gloves filled with straw are gloves filled with straw with razor blades on the Ooh, f- fingertips. Fuck it up. And then the mouth on the sack, the smile is actually drawn out of barbed wire stuck in into the sack and you can then see the there's a belt buckle which was holding the shirt onto the onto the scarecrow and you can sense that the the buckle is definitely very very magical and feels pretty potent and nasty gonna put the gloves on (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and say nothing to anyone else So you put the you put the razor blade gloves Emily's on. Emily's like, who have I married? <laughs> Just wants the gloves. They're cool. Yeah, right? they, yeah, they sound fucking cool. Peaky blinders gloves. Are you gonna <laughs> relay anything to anyone or? Hi, it's Tom. Nice Why gloves for yourself up and then not give us the information. <laughs> uh, oh, that belt buckle looks real nasty. <laughs> should we should we take it off? But you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> um, can Ada go over and like? Uh, kick it with her amazing magic boots. Just kind of like nudge it a little bit with her foot and see if anything happens. Yeah, you, yeah. Do you give me a strength check? What or did, what did your boots do again? My my crusher feet. Oh, so they're like mega powerful. Crusher lets you move an enemy. When yeah, you hit so them. I mean, it's kind of like irrelevant to this, but just because they're like powerful. Yeah, you've, you've got massive spiky yeah. boots on yeah, yeah. for kicking things. Oh, that's not very good. Um, it's only an eight, so an I just eight. like give it a little nudge with my. Yeah, you, foot. you you give it a kick. And did um, it like spark or anything, or just fuck all happen? No, it just kind of skids along the ground. <laughs> cool, it's really worthwhile. <laughs> Glad I did that. Yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine. Let's go camping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah picks up the belt buckle. Should we pop to it? take it to take it with us? Probably okay. in the bag of holding. You put it in the bag of holding. I always forget we have that bag. Also, I'm, I'm still holding pork chop as well, and I've got the bag. I pick up the belt 
hand it to you to put in the bag and then take Paul Trump back. So you're he- heading towards the ruins. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you've you can either go into this uh, taller crop. I don't know enough about agriculture to fucking pull this off. I don't off. think uh, rye actually grows that high. Just saying, coming from a rye farmer's family. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought rye was the tall one. Mm, it gets quite tall, but I wouldn't say it gets maybe eight feet. It's quite high. <laughs> I'll say maybe six feet. Okay. Well, in this magical world summer. I made up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I've got sorry. <laughs> actually, Lee, we'll call, I think we'll you'll call find it high rye. Yeah. Yeah. This, is, this is fly high ride, my oh my. <laughs> Very fine high ride. So you, you I spy. Uh, <laughs> fucking love it. So you can go around to the ruins, or you can, or you can go through. Going through. Going, going through. through. Go through. Going through. Cool. Going through. Going so through. As, as you push through <laughs> into the magical ride, it's it's a lot darker and a lot quieter in those muffled and the 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 rays of the setting sun don't really get through so it's suddenly sort of twilight dusk you're marching marching through the ride together who's at the back of the group i can be because i'm a bit scared rowena's a bit that's the worst place to be if you're I, scared i don't mind going at the back but my head turns 180 degrees so All i can right. just throw back so you're marching forwards and looking backwards yeah yes that's exactly <laughs> what i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> I love Rowena so much. She's chaotic. <laughs> I love it. Rowena, so you're, you're marching along. I'm stumbling along because I've got to in front of me. Eight beatboxing. Rowena, could you give me another wisdom saving oh, throw, please? Oh, God. That, that's a 20, actually. Not, okay. a, not a natural 20, but a 20. So, as you're marching forwards, diligently looking behind you, <laughs> you see in in the the crop the, <laughs> about ten feet back the way you've come, a pair of red glowing eyes moving towards you. But again, you manage to stay calm, although it is very frightening, um, and it seems to be coming coming at you at pace. At pace, okay. Ooh. Who's who's in front of me? Who's in front of me? Like who can I'll I? Be, I'll be in front of you. Bear. There. Yes. I can see eyes. Yes. In the rye. Eyes in the rye. <laughs> yes. They're following. They're coming at a pace. It's like they're in a race. Pretend it's fucking Doctor Sin. Just trying to undercut well, the tension. I think we should taste. <laughs> Bare hands. Pork chop to Rowena <laughs> and so runs directly towards the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see the eyes better. So can you yeah. give me a wisdom saving throw, please? Oh, that was a bad idea. I just love that pork chop's always like the priority. priority yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hold my piglet. <laughs> I want this. Should I hold my beard? Oh, <laughs> 14. Okay, so you see the eyes and, and they are very scary but they're not scary enough to scare you. You're very scary, but not scary enough! <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> as you barrel through the crops towards his eyes, you burst her into a clearing, and you can see another scarecrow similar to the scarecrow that you saw a few moments ago, but this one is moving about. <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Swan's got legs. <laughs> it's smiling, this giant, horrific smile at you, and its teeth are all made off of bits of broken glass and twisted metal, and it runs towards you. Can you roll for initiative, please? Oh, shit. Just bear. Um, well, you guys can do what you like. Yeah, of course we're going to run after him. We're uh, assuming we're going to run after him. You can all yeah, I'm definitely. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. I think we're going to say we heard bear shouting and we all kind of turned <laughs> around. Shout, Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> That's a big shit-eating grin. <laughs> Thirteen. Uh, I got four. Uh, I got a fourteen. <laughs> Such all a knob. <laughs> <laughs> got twenty. Ten. Okay, so you, as a line, I suppose, you turn around and, and head after Bear. Um, as you come bursting to this clearing behind him, you can see this horrendous scarecrow figure standing there with its knife hand and its glass and shrapnel more sort of dripping with oats. What do scarecrows eat? I reckon it's like, uh, like oil. I don't know. No, there's no liquid. All right, it's a very dry scarecrow. So um, yeah, just pour, just oats. Pour heads, yeah. So, just, so um, as as you see the scarecrow, two more things happen. So Toby, could you make a wisdom saving throw for me, please? Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. So today. as you're as you're running, you feel your hands. F- Go up and start trying to strangle your oh, your neck with the razor fuck. fingers. Sixteen is enough to stop it for this turn, but that's the position you're in at the moment. So you're you've stopped and you're now wrestling with the gloves. I re- but I realised they're the gloves, right? I realised they're the gloves. <laughs> All you know is that you're now trying to strangle yourself with razor fingers. And I did before I had the gloves. Yeah, <laughs> this is new. Tommy, why are you showing us your hands? <laughs> The other thing that Look. happens, a- Ada, could you make a sleight of hand check for me, please? Actually, we better, yeah, yeah, give me a sleight of hand. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. So the other thing that happens is, as you're running in, the you feel the bag of holding start to shake, and this, the belt comes bursting out. The belt comes out and wraps itself around Porkchop, and with <gasps> that roll... You... Bear's got pork chop. Oh, you got pork chop. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Rowena's got pork chop. In which yes, case, I have pork the chop. belt yes. wraps itself around your neck. Okay. And starts struggling you. I think if you, yeah, you, I think you're going to straight away take a D4 of damage for Fuck. that. So the, the belt starts strangling you. You take two points of damage. Can I enter rage or do I have to wait for my turn? You have to wait for your turn. So those things all happen at once. And who's at the back of the group? Running. So who um, would have been? In oh, the front? I suppose it will be Tommy because you've stopped running because you're because you're trying to yeah. strangle mm. yourself. The third thing that happens is that you see running towards you from the opposite direction another giant scarecrow okay. coming at you Good, that's with, one. with big barbed wire hands. <laughs> Just can you, can you do a wisdom saving throw for me, please? <laughs> oh. 15 15 okay so you're 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 not terrified of it so it hasn't effect its glare hasn't affected you but it's it's coming towards it's you still scary yeah yeah it's still scary and the top of the round is cassandra so so just you've got you've got this you've got Shit this clear- has kicked yeah, off. yeah you've got this clearing with one big scarecrow in it that's sort of coming towards bear you've got Tommy at the other end of the line who's trying to strangle himself with razor blades and being attacked by a scarecrow. You've got Cassandra who's being strangled. No, uh, Ada. Uh, Ada who's being strangled by a belt. And you're, you're, in, the, you're in this, this rye. I mean, her instinct would be to go help Ada. <laughs> so can I use my shillelagh tarot card to kind of slice the belt off of her neck? Mm-hmm. You can sure as heck try. Fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. So give me, give me an attack roll. Every time with a shillelagh. Motherfucker, I got four. Plus. 
past five. So nine. Yeah. Okay, so you get your shillelagh card out and you, you try to slice the belt with it, but I think because you're worried about hitting Ada and she's and Ada's all over the place writhing, you, you miss, miss the belt that time. I'm going to try and shake the gloves off in a fury. Okay. At the other scarecrow. Using yeah. it as a weapon. Nice. <laughs> what the fuck would we roll for that? Let's have a think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shit the bed. Yeah. Let's make it a let's make it a sleight of hand, shall we? Like you're trying to get the get the gloves off. And I'll, what we'll do is there's one one level lets you just get the gloves off. Right. And then I'll set another level. And if you reach that level as well, then you manage to fling them at the other scarecrow. Okay, okay cool. That's a seven. Seven. Yeah. But you were great in putting those gloves on now. <laughs> still, they still look as cool as the <laughs> second I put them on. So with a seven, you you struggle against it, but you can't get these gloves off. It's like they're like they're like suctioning onto your hands and trying to kill you at at, at the same time. Like when you right. get rubber gloves wet inside doing the washing. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, nightmare. Oh. nightmare. And you get a knife stuck in the finger. Oh, yeah, so, always and then, happens. And then you shank yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lol. So you're still stood in the same place. Just trying to get those gloves off. Yeah. And with this scarecrow coming towards you. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ada, it's your turn. You'll be... Oh, brilliant. You'll be in strangled. So you can try and get out of that grapple. So if you can give me a... Um, if you give me a strength save. If you go into... Oh, if you go into rage, well, you get advantage on strength saves. Yeah, but am I able to go into a rage yeah, if I'm being restrained? Yeah, I think so. Yeah? Okay. So Ada is going to enter a rage for the first time. <gasps> <Yeah>! <gasps> It's a natural 20. Okay, amazing. <laughs> so what, what I say with a natural 20 is that you, you're so fucking henched that you, as you go into a rage, the muscles on your neck just burst That's the belt off That's what I was hoping you. you'd yeah. say. And I'll leave you another action. So you can do another thing. That doesn't count as the, okay. that counts as the bonus action with that because it was a 20 with the, with the rage. It just, poof, just popped off. So now you've got an action you can take. Okay, cool. I'm going to use my Warhammer for the first time. I'm going to run at the scarecrow that's near bear yep. and I'm going to swing it around my head screaming a beautiful battle cry <laughs> we didn't share again yeah <laughs> and I'm going to try and smack its head straight off so it's okay. the first time I've done Brilliant. it my attack bonus is 18 plus 5 23 okay that's a hit roll for damage that's a big 10 hit 10 plus 13 13 okay so you you swing your your mighty battle hammer is it battle hammer or axe? it's a war hammer war hammer yet to be named but it's gonna be fucking brilliant yeah i'm gonna swing it round my head two hands and then just smack it as hard as i can in the face like aiming to hit the head off and shatter all those teeth yeah and then yeah push it back so you you swing the hammer through and it, and it hits the head but as it does it sort of cushions in and the head kind of moves with the blow and then moves back again no and <laughs> and instead of doing your 13 points of damage you do 6 points of damage the, the fury <laughs> everyone's furious yeah. just for the listener everyone's that only furious like 6 points of damage yeah which is ironic because scarecrows hate birds <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that's all I can do. If scarecrows hate birds, surely they're scared of Santa. Yeah, I reckon. Or are they just enraged by birds, her? Aren't birds scared of scarecrows? Yeah, I think, I think, I think that's... Must go the other way around, around yeah. Yeah. They're not scared of crows, they scare crows. Yeah. 
<laughs> right, is that the end, that's the end of your turn? I think that's all I can do. Okay, Bear, it's your turn. Did, did I manage to push it away from Bear? Oh, yeah, you moved it. You, well, your crush ma- your feet, crush you moved feet, it yeah. back across nice. that clearing, so it's it's noise, not noise. close enough to attack anyone at the moment. You'll have, have to come into range. So Ada's used her crush her feet, so she's come in and hit it and knocked it back. So it's not... It's not bearing down on you anymore. She's pushed it back through the, across the clearing, but it's still going to be coming at you. So you're, you've been strangled by your own hands, and you've got one coming towards you. Yeah, I've got there. Yeah, yeah. I'm being okay. double teamed. But you're you're at the you're sort of in a line, and you're. Oh, one so you'd have to go past. Pretty much run past everyone. But you 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 can because Ada's pushed that scarecrow back. It mm. means that. So remember, there's that thing where if you're engaged in combat with something, or you're moving past something, if you move past an enemy, it gets an opportunity of attack against you. Mm. But because Ada has used her feet to knock that scarecrow back, you can you can run to the other end. There's enough. You've got enough to do that, and then do an attack without being attacked by the scarecrow near you. You might have enough strength to try and pull the gloves off of Tommy. Yeah, that'd be handy. Oh yeah, because you <laughs> handy, eh? <laughs> Big boy Goliath. Yeah, I run over to Tommy to try and pull the gloves off him, and then also throw the gloves at the. <laughs> <laughs> Oncoming scarecrow. Maybe the force of putting. Yeah. So you, you, why are you? Can, can you? Do you think you can work out from Tommy's actions what's going on with the gloves? Then no, I, I just, I just hate, I just hate the gloves. You just hate the gloves. Which look terrible. You just want the gloves. Yeah. <laughs> you want them for yourself. <laughs> okay. So you, you run up to Tommy. Can you give me a a sleight of hand check, please? 13. 13. Okay, that, that that's just enough. So you managed to pull these gloves off from the from the wristy bit so you haven't cut yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and you <laughs> you want to try and you want to try and throw them at the scarecrow nearest Tommy. Thinking about it, I'm not sure it's going to work. It might, it might As you're holding them, yeah. you're holding them by the cuffs and they're sort of there you can see they look like they're kind of hovering they're like moving toward they're trying to strangle you now like trying to claw at you. Can I cast sleep? Am I allowed to do that? Like I've already, I've already used up too many actions. Uh no, I I think I'll let you cast sleep. Yeah. I can't sleep at the... Not at the gloves, at the one running towards us. Hey, it's, uh, it's me. It's your Dungeon Master. Just interrupting the podcast very briefly just to say thanks for listening. We really appreciate it and we hope you're enjoying it as much as we're enjoying playing it and, and making it. It's it's amazing to, to see these people around the world listening to our game of D&D and we've got some new countries this week. We've got people now in Australia, in Slovakia in South Africa, in Italy, uh, all, all new countries for us this week. So that's crazy. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. But it's brilliant. So thank you and welcome aboard. And uh, yeah, we look forward to sharing the adventure with you. If you want to get in touch with us, then the best place is our Instagram at Dungeons and Dopamine Pod or through our TikTok where Ash is still churning out the, the viral videos. It's, yeah, it's, it's all there. You can get in touch with us there. If you want to support the show, the best things you can do are like tell your friends about us, you know, tell anyone you know who would enjoy a game of D&D or, or even just a comedy podcast. And if you could rate and review us, that would be that would be really super helpful, please. If you could do those things. We have got a Patreon as well, which obviously if you want to sign up to, that would be amazing, but it does cost a pound. So you do get for the pound, you get some extra stuff. You get like a bloopers reel, you get peer review where we talk about our podcast and you get access to Big Magic, which is our sort of side campaign, which is a Monster of the Week campaign. That's all on there as well. And there are plans to kind of bring more stuff online with the Patreon but we're sort of just kind of finding our feet with the with the main show and sort of building up a, a little bit of a base. You find everything on Instagram or on our TikTok. Thanks very much for listening and I'll let you get back to the adventure.
Cool. So you're gonna you're gonna turn and cast sleep on the scarecrow nearest Tommy. Yeah. So you've got to roll. Is it five d eight? You got yeah. to roll. Okay. Three, two, one, four, <laughs> four. 14. So what's you seeing at this scarecrow? Can we do the maths that quickly then? Fuck. I'm glad someone was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do I say? What, do, what are you say seeing what or say or do to the scarecrow to, to make it want to suddenly just drop to sleep? I'm thinking Slipknot personally. There's a scarecrow in that, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> just start death growling at the yeah. scarecrow. <laughs> Before I forget. <laughs> You could do that when Corey Taylor went all sad. Don't sour. Yeah, mm. bother. You don't need to bother. That was a really good impression. That was so good. <laughs> you just sing like you need doing a shit at the same time. <laughs> it's like when you sing Creed, you have to do that face. Yeah. <laughs> Not just her. <laughs> it's I'm the shit voice. Very close. You sure you don't gurn as much. So. <laughs> I've seen Cher gurning. I wonder if Cher had any uh, songs about scarecrows. That'd be really convenient. Okay. You found it. <laughs> I'm looking at you through the glass. I don't know how much time has passed. Oh God, it feels like forever. But no one ever tells you that forever feels like home. Sitting all alone inside your head. Melody was spot on. <laughs> yeah, that was that was beautiful. And uh, what what was that? I reckon that that was through glass by Stone Sour. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I don't think we all just stop and turn and look at Bear. That was just amazing. Like, well, we get bardic inspiration, surely. I why he was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it, sent, it sent your leg to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Powerful stuff, it man. Is <laughs> we don't mess with this in the real world. <laughs> don't try this at Dangerous. home. <laughs> My Nando so karaoke. You, you sing that beautiful melody at the oncoming scarecrow. You feel that you feel the magic emanating in the air around you. Um, and the scare- scarecrow looks at you, and it does fuck all. The spell, <laughs> the spell does nothing at all. Oh. The scarecrow's still just coming at you. Shit! <laughs> Did it at least enjoy the song? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got a tear in its sack eye. Sack eye. I just yeah. That's my nickname at school. What happened? <laughs> That's for the next episode. <laughs> That's for Patreons. <laughs> That's canon. <laughs> Every time Jordan speaks that, it's yeah. canon actually. Do you hear about Jordan Stevens? He's got an eye on his sack. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Billy Sacker. Oh, Billy Sacker. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, yeah, it does nothing. Rowena, it's your turn. Okay, Rowena's going to fly up and drop some acid. <laughs> on on the scarecrows. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, okay, I'm going to drop the acid on the one near me and Ada. So I'm going to go up and, and just okay. drop it. Is it. I think it was in a vial. Was it in a vial? Yeah, it was yeah, in a vial. Yeah. Like yes. a purple bottle or something, I feel like. Oh, that's another one that I've left at oh, the um, shop. I'm just trying to think what, what we're going to do. Because um, they're giving you all yeah. this weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got to you've got to be able to hit them. Let's let's get let's do a medicine roll. Oh. <laughs> Is that the first of the? You're giving them their medicine. Oh, that's a that's a six. Okay. Oh, could have spent that acid so much better. Have guys. you not got plus medicine? Yeah, it's with oh. the plus medicine. Yeah. Surely, if you get bad, if it's bad medicine, then that's good, right? Because it hurts. Yeah, them. that's right. That's yeah, the M. That's right, isn't it? <laughs> the fucking Bon Jovi course. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Oh. 
I think you, 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 you drop this vial of acid n- near the scarecrow, but it, it misses. It's still stumbling around where Ada, Ada has hit it. But where the acid lands, it's so fucking potent that it hits the dry ground, and that patch of dry ground goes up in flames, and there's now a small fire in that clearing yes, where the acid vial is. Yes. We've, all we've achieved is two people getting strangled and we've caused a small fire. If anyone could see the situation... Don't forget the air splinters. It all started Sydney with the air so splinters. so in us right now. <laughs> he is disappointed. But the fire, fire is what we need, I reckon. Fire, yes. So Grain it's, it is London's turn. Right. I'm going to use my cunning action, which is just like a bonus move to hide. I'm going to sort of dart into the into the rye to okay. be hidden. Cool. And so while everything else is going on, London kind of finds a good position to shoot the the main scarecrow in the head with its crossbow. Cool. And it's going to imbue it with the Eldritch Maul just to try and like Shaun of the Dead it, just destroy the head. That's the goal. Uh, so El- Eldritch Maul lets you, does it make? Does it let you make projectiles? Uh, so it's just as melee on here, actually. So I, I was going to imbue a bolt with it, but no, I don't I know think, if I that's too... You could stab with a bolt. <laughs> <laughs> like a I think it depends how close you are. 15 to- feet. Is is the limit? But do you think you could hide? Get that close to it and hide? I think you. Yeah. Give, yeah, give me okay. Give me give me a stealth check. Ten. Ten. That's enough. You manage to hide in the right, very close to. Is it the one near Tommy you're getting at, or the one um, that's Aid is fighting in the clearing? The uh, yeah, the one Aid is fighting, the big scary one. You duck down into the into the crops. And you sort of shuffle through into the clearing and you can see it there. You're kind of just just behind it. So if you... And you're going to fire your crossbow, but with your Eldritch... Yeah. Also, Ada's within five feet of it and you're hidden. So this would be a... This gets... Does sneak attack work on a ranged... An IDM, does it? I'm, I'm so, I, look, you need to learn your fucking characters. <laughs> I, think, I think it would, like if you were it's firing. It's like sniping, yeah, isn't it? Let's just say it does. Yeah, I yeah. think that makes cool. sense. So you, Let's try that. So you need to uh, roll, roll to attack. First, with your with your crossbow, twenty, not natural twenty. There's a twenty. Okay, so so that's a hit. So you need to roll for damage, add whatever the Eldritch tattoo says, and add the sneak attack damage. Right. One d eight. Is it one of the? So the crossbow is one one d eight plus three. So that is six. One d six for the uh, the Eldritch Maul, which is a one. So seven, and because. Because it's within five feet of Ada, and because you're hidden, it's a sneak attack. Oh yes, then that's another D six, which is three. So it's ten, 10 damage. So you sneak down into the shadows, and you get your black crossbow out with its black bolt. You fire the bolt through the crop, and as you do, the the crack and tattoo on your arm, a bit of it laces around the bolt as it fires off and hits into the scarecrow, and it hits it straight in the back of the head and sort of sends it kind of. It doesn't send it down, but it stumbles forward. And it, it does the full 10 damage. Nice. What does that mean? It means that when you hit it with your hammer, it didn't seem to do as much damage as you thought it would. But Jordan's bolt, um, London's bolt, did seem to do the level of damage you were expecting. It's really hard to fucking explain. <laughs> it's in a narrative way. I wonder if it's to do with, like, the bolt is sharp and the, yeah. the hammer is blunt. Yeah. E- either yeah. way, that was very cool. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Pretty really cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's a scarecrow's turn. Oh. <laughs> oh no! The one in the clearing with you, Ada, is going to turn. It, it's just been hit in the back of the head with a bolt. It flips its head up 
and stares straight at you. Can you make a wisdom saving throw, please? All right, Wurzel Gummidge. What the fuck do you want? <laughs> Eight. Eight. Okay, so as the scarecrow looks at you, you're suddenly overcome with fear. Oh, can you be scared when you're raging? It doesn't specify. No, it's just piercing, bludgeoning or slashing damage. So as it, lo- as it looks at you, you feel your, your knees go weak and you drop your warhammer to the floor. You're, you're rooted to the spot and you, you can't move and you're just absolutely terrified. So in, in D&D terms, this means that you... A frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within a line of sight. The creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. And you're also paralysed so you can't move anywhere at all until the end of your next turn. And it's now going to come towards you and it's going to attack you with its big razor claws... It does one attack and it, uh, 20 hits through your armour, doesn't it? Yeah. And it does. <laughs> so it, sw- it swings down at you with its, with its razor claws for five points of slashing damage. Yeah, Hang on, but I'm resistant to slashing damage in when I'm in a rage. Cool, so it only does two points of slashing damage. Yes, I did a D&D. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening! <laughs> yeah, you, you don't want us to know what we're doing. Well, actually, when I'm in a rage, you can't do something that way. Actually, you're wrong. <laughs> Yay! Cool. I'm a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> There's the... The second scarecrow, the one that Bear is singing to, just keeps coming at you, Bear. It pulls up its sort of razor wire claws and it slashes down twice at you or towards your face. Nice, beautiful, stony face. What's your armour class? Uh, 12. 12. So the first one hits and the second one hits. Shit. And does eight points of slashing damage to your beautiful face. I'm going to use Stone's Endurance. Once per rest, you can focus yourself to occasionally shrug off injury. When you take the damage, you can use your reaction to roll a D12+, plus your constitution modifier, and reduce the damage. Cool. So roll a D12. Six. Six. Cool. So it it sends these slashing blades at your face, um, and it only does two points of damage because your jaw is so fucking chiselled. It just sort of glances off. (laughs) Nice try, straw man. (laughs) (laughs) I like the way you were singing Stone Sour as well when oh, you were a stone yeah. man. <laughs> totally yeah. bland. Totally so bland. as you sing Stone Sour, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. your your stony Goliath skin crackles yeah. and hardens. <laughs> Back to the top of the round. Cassandra, it's your right. turn. Right. So Cassandra's fucking furious and she falls to her hands and knees and turns into a panther. Of course she does. Oh, oh is shit. That, is that allowed in the, like what you can turn into? Yeah, you che- checked. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what I've been doing on yeah. my phone this whole time looking at what fucking cool animals. Hyena, wolf, It was either panther. that or a hyena, but a panther's a bit cooler. <laughs> Me, yeah. I haven't got the stats for a panther over here easily, so what are you doing? I want to jump at it. The one that's trying to hurt Ada and yeah. just try and bite its neck off, like okay. bite at the neck. So from a, from a narrative point of view, you guys have just watched Cassandra turn into a fucking panther before your eyes, which is going to be pretty trippy. Oh, dear. Especially for you, Rowena, because that's a big cat. <laughs> I'm feeling nervous. Okay, so roll, roll to attack. You're going to pounce at this scarecrow. Yes. Pounce. If the panther moves at least 20 feet straight towards a creature right before hitting it with a claw attack, the target must succeed on a DC 12 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. If the target is prone, the panther can take a bonus action to make one bite against it. That's what you want to be that's trying to do. That's what I want to be doing, so Cassandra pounces at fucking this awesome. So Cassandra prey. turns into this awesome like purple panther yeah. that then goes 
just bolting through the crops and pounces up on the scarecrow. So you need to do a DC 12 saving throw from me. Oh no, target. I must I must do it. Okay, cool. <gasps> so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Which it fails. So as you hit the scarecrow, it just goes tumbling backwards and hits the deck with you on top of it. So you get to make a claw attack and a bite attack against this bad boy. So in terms of that, do I... Is it just, am I rolling? So it's like 1d6 plus 2, or am I rolling? So it's, it's roll a d20, and they're both plus 4 to hit. But because it's prone, you now have, I'm pretty sure you now have advantage against it, because you're fucking on top of it and it's yeah, laying down. Boy, so roll both of them it. with advantage. So basically roll four times and take the two highest numbers. 15 and 16, plus both plus 4, so 16. But they 20, both hit. That's fine. Yeah, they, then... they both hit. So you need to roll uh, 1d6 plus 2 for the bite. 6. And 1d4 plus 2 for the claw. 4 plus 2. 6. So 6 for both. Okay. So you pounce on the scarecrow and just start ripping chunks of straw out of it. Again, it's it looks fucking awesome, but it doesn't do 12 damage. It does, mm. does about 6 damage. Is that for both of the attacks? Altogether, or, yeah. Are both of them lessened or is one of them lessened? Both of them are lessened. Both, okay. Okay. Piercing and slashing. Maybe magic is the key. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking magic. Because yeah. I imbued my, my bolt with magic. <laughs> of fire on the floor. Yeah, let's get it in the fire. Oh, I should have tried to fling it into the fire, shouldn't I? Well, that that was very cool, what you did. Fucking awesome. That's fucking sick. It made me get a second yeah. book now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting to turn into an animal for fucking ages. And I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's time to do it. Because um, it's now been attacked, does that like break my fear or anything like that? No. You, okay. When you get to your turn, the beginning of your turn, you get a chance to break out of your fear. Okay, cool. And how long um, does Cassandra stay as a panther for? Like Until I choose not to be a panther. Yeah. Cool. And t- t- I think until you go to sleep or if, if, she, if she gets killed as a panther, then she goes back to being Cassandra. But with the hit points that she started with before she turned into a panther so you sort of get the temporary hit points of the panther and then when they're gone you, she gets she turns back to cassandra tommy cool so i've not got gloves on anymore nope you've just seen me turn into a panther yeah loved it <laughs> <laughs> great work <laughs> big fan <laughs> i've got a grappling hook okay which I, <laughs> i'm gonna try and hook the scarecrow near me with in the head as you, so you're gonna attack it with a grappling hook i'm gonna try and hook it just to get it under my control. Okay, let's uh, let's <laughs> let's have a think. I I think let's just call that. Hmm, I think that's probably sleight of hand, isn't it? Or or decks. What do we think? I mean, obviously it's my job to decide. But it's. I mean, I I think it's probably sleight of hand. Okay, cool. So give give me a sleight of hand roll with this grappling hook. Natural one. <laughs> oh fuck. Plus three. It's a natural one. <laughs> so you you spin this grappling hook around above your head like a cowboy with the lasso but just before you release it it hits you in the back of the head for 1d4 of damage 3 damage yeah sorry and the scarecrow looks at you and just goes <laughs> fucking fucking wait you fucking wait because I'm just coming for you next I need to fight my battles Ada <laughs> it's your turn so can you give me a wisdom saving throw please to see if you can Six. so you are still terrified you can't move you can't do anything. I just can't do anything. You're just too scared. You're just quivering on the spot. I'm sure seeing your best friend turn into a panther as well made you real chill. Yeah. <laughs> I think also, like, this is really crushing for Ada because she's not scared of anything. So this is going to be... Yeah, this is not good. It's going to be traumatic for her. So it's literally, I can't, I can't do anything. Okay. Bear, it's your turn. I'm going to go run towards the fire 
that was started. Pick so up. if you run, because the Scarecrow is attacking you at the moment, if you run away again, it will get an opportunity of attack against you. That doesn't mean you can't do what you're doing, but it means the Scarecrow can smack you in the back while you're doing it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'll take okay. it. Okay, so let me roll that first. So you turn and run away from, from the Scarecrow. <laughs> and oh, no. <laughs> as you do, you hear. Yeah. As you do, it smacks you. You feel you feel this, its clawed hand smack you in, in the back of the head. <laughs> it does, fuck, nine slashing damage to, to okay. sort of damn, damn okay. the back of your head. But you can keep running towards that fire. So, yep. so you've, got, you've got to the fire. It's, it's not fire, it's only about 15, 20 feet away. And what are you doing there? I'm picking up a load of the straw or the the rye around it yeah. and sort of separating it into two large sort of handfuls yep. I'm going to try and set them both on fire one after the other okay. probably a lot to do so I might I think, I, think, I think you can pick up some, some burning mm. I think that's fine I'll let you do an attack with that that's fine yeah. if, that's what, if that's what you're planning yeah. cool Okay, that's sort of an improvised weapon. So roll to attack, and they're going to be light to add your dexterity to it. Nine, nine. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> so you pick up these bundles of of burning straw and go running towards the the scarecrow that's frightened Ada, and yeah. it's on the f- it's on the floor. Oh, it's on the floor. This one, oh, isn't it? Yeah. So you get advantage. You get He's to roll proud. that again. Fourteen. Fourteen. So that's enough. So where are you smacking? Like on the head? On the yeah, I'm just gonna like probably in the mouth. Like you're putting out a cigarette yeah. on someone. Like- so it's it's they're they're a light weapon. So we'll do what the damage would be for that usually. So it's sort of one one d six plus your dex eight eight. Brilliant. So you send these these flaming bundles of straw down onto the head of this scarecrow. As it hits the head, the the whole fucking thing just bursts into flames, and it definitely does more than eight damage. You need Yay. to cool off. And- <laughs> <laughs> Hot shot. <laughs> as you 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 see the life go out in its eyes as you oh say God. that, and it's it's <laughs> and it, 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 this kind of hissing, burning, fizzing sound going off as the whole scarecrow catches fire. Cassandra, presumably you jump you jump off the thing. Probably yeah. Uh, Ada, because you, where you're stood prone, you see this, but nobody else notices it in the melee. But as as this as the scarecrow goes up in flames, you see uh, like a, a, a blue light fly out of the scarecrow and off over your heads towards the ruins. That scarecrow is, is gone. It's done. Well, dead. Rowena, it's your turn. So you've got one scarecrow left. I'm going to turn invisible and I am going to have a little rustle in my overalls and it turns out I still have some dynamite from the mines hang on hang on there's a lot going on here <laughs> is it, it too you, much to go on cast invisibility does it say as, as a bonus action or as I don't like how specific you are <laughs> sorry <laughs> really sorry <laughs> okay okay you know what yeah I'm gonna turn invisible I'm gonna sneak behind Ada and whisper into her ear you're strong I believe in you you got this. Fucking slush them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Motivational quotes, basically. You're hidden now. No one can see you. Yeah. But Ada can hear you behind her. I pissed myself. <laughs> 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 I was going to say that Rowena's oh, encouragement gives you, will give you advantage on your next. Oh, thank you. That's um, awesome. Although, actually, saying that, the thing that scared you. Go on, innit? But I'm <laughs> shaky. I'm feeling weird. Yeah, so so you're, you're, you'll be released from your, your terror, but, but maybe we'll include Rowena's pep talk as part of the, what freed you. Oh, for sure, yeah. London, it's your turn. Right. So there's one scarecrow left. And the gloves are uh, still around, I think, as well, aren't they? Oh, they just like run Float in the back. around like fucking bed knobs and broomsticks. <laughs> I don't know what happened with the. I can't imagine them flopping on the grain like fish. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they're just yeah. They're, 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 they'll say that they're yeah. just kind of okay, flopping cool. around in the mud. 
in the dust. I'll probably just copy what Bear did because that seemed to work. So grab some fire, grab some fiery rye, and then. So you're you're going to grab some fiery grab rye, some fiery rye, and just sort of run, and run at the other scarecrow. Yeah. If you roll to attack, so d20 and plus your dex. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. So so that hits. So if you roll a d6 for me and add your dex, please. Seven. Seven. Okay. So you you burst out of the rye onto the path of the, this flaming bundle of rye in your hand and you just beat the scarecrow round, round the head with it and its head catches on fire. It's still going, but it is on fire and looking unhappy about that. <laughs> nice. It is the, the scarecrow's turn. So it, it turns to you and it, it basically just starts slashing out of you at you with its claws. Slashes with one claw and it misses because its head's on fire and it slashes with another claw. And it misses because his head is on fire. <laughs> so it's a, it's yeah. a bit hot-headed. Fuck yourself. <laughs> London's just standing there like, yeah. <laughs> Cassandra, it's your turn. Can I do the thing, you know, when like a dog gets a toy and he just shakes his head with it? Can I do that? <laughs> You could try. Oh that. yeah, I was trying to like get the fire to spread across it more. If you go and pounce, if you succeed on another pounce, if you get it down on the ground, I'll say that that okay. the fire spreads. I'll, I'll pounce it. I'll pounce it again. So I've got to make a strength check, haven't I, to yeah. see if I. So you go running again and pounce, pounce on this scarecrow. Is it twelve? You need? Yeah. Only got an eight. Ooh. So this this scarecrow goes down to the ground. Okay. As it does, the fire starts spreading to its torso. So you get to make a claw and a bite attack with advantage. So not as good rolls this time. Um, eight and eleven plus. What was I plusing? Yeah, so twelve. They both hit. Okay, they both cool. Hit. So what? So it's a the bite. I did seven damage. Okay. And the claw did four. So you pounce onto it and just start ripping straw out of it. And as you do, the straw you're ripping out starts catching fire, and the fire starts spreading, and the the whole scarecrow just goes up in flames beneath you, and it and it you it starts writhing, and then it just stops dead, cool. and and it's and it, um. Yeah, you defe- jump off. <laughs> yeah, you've defeated my scarecrows. Yeah. Oh, Does the blue light go out of that one as well to the ruins? You can't see from where you're standing. Okay. Oh fuck, guys. Um. Oh my god, that was awful. I've never been so scared in my life. When you got that one, bear it. Blue light came out of its heart and like floated up into the air and went over to the ruins. It was. It was so fucking weird. To the ruins? Yeah. We should all make way to the ruins. Why are you saying that? Cassandra comes over and nuzzles her head against your leg. Fucking hell, Cassandra. You're a massive cat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to also become visible again next to Ada on the other side. (laughs) I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to like jump. Like, ah! Because I'm already like really on edge. (laughs) (laughs) You're super edgy now. You've suddenly got a giant panther and a giant owl on either side (laughs) of you. This is fucking weird. Yeah, owl and a pussycat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! Inspiration! Yeah. <laughs> Episode title. Poor Chop then nuzzles your feet. Aww. She comes over and finds you as well. Thanks, little one. Should we head to the ruins? Yeah. Cassandra will start trotting off in front. Okay. Tommy's going to take some fire with him. Take, you're going to cool. take a, like a, like a, a flaming torch with you. At all times. Yeah. Cool. Okay, good idea. I'm taking six damage, but yeah, I think I'm all right. Taking <laughs> yeah. Taking a beating. Can we do whatever whilst we're walking to the ruins? Yeah. I've got two healing potions, so I'm going to drink one. Does it say what they... Do the healing potion. Just says healing potion. Um, I also hand over my back of salt and vinegar crisps to Bear that I picked up before we head up to the... Mm. Delicious. <laughs> Nutritious. Well, they're tangy. Quite vinegary. Just on the back, they're tangy. There's a lot of vinegar in there. 
Yes, it's quite, yes, yes. Okay, so um, you need to roll 2d4 plus 2 for your healing potion. Seven. Seven. So you recover seven hit points. I give my other healing potion to Ada. So 2d4 plus 2. What a caring bunch we are, considering we're all fucking strangers. <laughs> We've actually never introduced us. Plus 2, 8, yeah, so I'm back up to... So Bear and Ada heal with healing potions as you walk as you walk through the crops towards the ruins. So you, you, you walk for a few more minutes and you can still definitely feel... That sense that you're being watched. You come out of the the, the tall rye-like crop, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're 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 back in sort of barley fields. The sun has has fully set now. There's just an orange slither above the sea, which you can see beyond the cliff. But it's 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 twilight. The stars are just beginning to come out above you, and you can see a few hundred meters ahead of you. In the barley, there's some kind of there's some rocky ruins. Bit looks like sort of foundations of buildings and some tumbled down walls. Farmers have kind of ploughed around them. They're kind of overgrown, and you can see it looks like a tower that's pretty much fallen down, other than a few feet of rubble. But it's glowing, sort of blue inside that inside that that rubble. Can I, do you think perception or insight? Insights usually for people. Okay, perception then. I was going to say, I, as a panther, I've got pre- I've got advantage on perception. Oh, cool! Because I've got keen smell. I don't know if that... is it is it only for smelling things. I don't, it just says um, the panther has advantage on wisdom, and it says brackets perception checks that oh yeah that rely on smell. Yeah. So, hey, did you want to? Yeah. Okay. It smells magical. <laughs> it's ten. There's trouble in this rubble. <laughs> 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 so with a 10 you can you can see this blue glow just on the other side of this tumble down wall in the in the middle of the crops just ahead of you you recognize that it's the same sort of blue that you saw leave the scarecrow but but it, it definitely looks brighter and more concentrated down in, in the ruins there i think because usually ada's got like danger sense and stuff like that but i think because of the sort of the trauma she suffered being so scared, I think that's kind of what's thrown her off there, and she's still quite shaken. What are we going to do, Gang? Can, can I see anything with my dark vision that others can't? I mean, you can, you can do you can maybe do a, a investigation roll, but what you need to be what you're looking for. I'm looking for any movement it, like around you or in the ruins. In or? the ruins. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's an eight. An eight. With an eight, you you can sort of just see the same that there's they're down just down in these ruins, which are close to the the cliff edge. You can see the blue glow. That's kind of lighting, lighting up the ruins down there. It's glowing blue. Uh, can I like just sneak down there, mm. have a little peek, yeah, get right up in there? So if you give me a, a stealth check, see if you can sneak up. It's a funny sounding dice. You can't join in. Thirteen. So you sneak down through the crops. L- London hits the deck, I suppose, and shuffles down. You get to the to this tumble down sort of tower, and there's sort of a half a window left in it and you peer through and as you do you you can see the pale translucent kind of blue form of an old woman floating around and around in the ruins and above her there are a couple of uh, glowing circles floating round and round above above her sort of following her round as she moves I guess I'll sneak back and tell the others then do I okay. to roll again no that's so, fine you, can you like shuffle backwards yeah I feel like I need to de-panther for this. I feel like this is more of a magical than a panther situation. Cassandra, you better de-panther. So, London, you relay that information to us? I have relayed the information. Ada starts crying because she is convinced that there's a ghost and she's about to see a ghost for the first time and she's so excited. It's been a roller coaster of emotions for Ada today. Do I de-panther or do I stay? What does your gut say? 
can always depanther later. I think it takes one of my actions, though, if we're in... I would be tempted to depanther, I think. The ghost might be friendly. We don't know yeah, yet. Yeah, should we get... We'll go down and talk to it. Yeah, let's go speak <laughs> to it. I'm going to punch it. Can't Maybe we'll break off into groups. Why don't a few of us go down and talk? I think Ada would be like yeah, really I excited. I think Ada will go down and try and communicate. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, maybe the rest of us should hide or be. Shall I go with ready? you? So I yeah. like your pet sort so I, of thing. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so if we all sneak down back to where London was, and then you two go, you and can like watch if you. So if you need to intervene, so you it can. kicks off. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah. hide outside the tower. Yeah. Right. Deep Panther shit kicks off, and it feels like it's more of a magical than a fighty situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll so set fire to everything. There's a problem. <laughs> oh yeah, you've got a fire. Maybe you stay at the top for a minute because you'll be seen oh, you in your flames. Hidden, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Get right down in there. First of all, I need a, a stealth check from those who who are who are hiding. Sixteen. Okay. Nine. Okay. That's an eight. Okay. Are you hiding or are you? I you said there was no point. No, it's up to you. I can't hide with fire. <laughs> Very good point. I'm just gonna stand guard. Can't hide with fire. So are you going down or are you staying, staying back on my own? Why don't we have <laughs> Rowena hoot if we need you? Hoot. Yes. Okay. So where am I? Am I in the You're, you're with us still. You're yeah. Oh, yeah okay. So you guys sneak up to the window. Ada and Cassandra in panther form, you're going to walk round into the ruins. We strike a beautiful vision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As you step into the ruins, the vision turns towards you. It's an old woman. She's dressed in shawls and she's got jewellery and pendants hanging from her you can see through her and she's admitting a sort of pale blue light all around her and there's these orbs flying around around her as well just like the orb you saw leave the scarecrow as you walk into the circle she turns around and looks across the window and she's seen you all hiding behind the window and she <laughs> Bear looks up into the distance, just around, just like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that all of you need to give me a wisdom saving throw, please, other than Tommy. Well, natural 20. Natural 20? I'm, my character's terrified of ghosts. Yeah, this, I mean, it's perfect. I've got a natural one. The ghost lover, the lover of ghosts, has got a natural one. Okay. Oh. I got 16. Okay. 21. Okay. Nine. Is, can we make it so that, like, Ada's really jubilant and just wants to go and make friends with this ghost, but the ghost is clearly unhappy? Yeah, okay. So, Rowena, you're you're frightened by the ghost. I'm just going... Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, so you, you feel yourself sort of lose control of your body and you, don't, you can't come any closer. You don't want to get anywhere near it. I'm the shivering. others are fine. Ada, with your saying your natural one is going to be that you kind of throw all caution to the wind and yeah, you I'm just, just fucking You thrilled. just so through to finally yeah. see the ghost that you've devoted your professional life to. Yeah. You run towards the ghost and as you do the ghost turns to you and she flies at you and she disappears into you and you all oh fuck you guys all see (laughs) the ghost disappear into Ada there's a moment of there's a moment of stillness and silence and then suddenly Ada shoots up from the ground and is now levitating about six feet up in the air oh fuck and blue light starts pouring out of your eyes and your mouth. I am the bluest light. <laughs> um, okay, cool. I'm blue, dabba-dee-dabba-dee. <laughs> hey, da. Hello. Cassandra's starts circling underneath you. Nice, nice, yeah. So, so presumably, I can't play this. You've got to play me now. Mm, yeah. So I'm you gonna... know what's going on. 
you've been possessed. So the rest of you are all just looking on at this point. No one's really sure what, what to do. What the fuck? I'm sorry I said I thought the ghost was friendly. <laughs> that may have been an error on my part. I would have done this anyway. <laughs> yeah, Cassandra's just growling and circling underneath. So there's still the two the two circling things up top, right? They're, yeah, they're, they're now floating around Ada's head, who's, right. who's hovering above the ground. Is it kind of like sort of blue light pouring out of it? Yeah, yeah, the arms outstretched blue light pouring out of you. Is it doing me any damage? You don't know yet. Okay. Can Cassandra try and pounce up and pull her down? Yeah. If you, if you do a dexterity... 20. 20. Okay, so you manage to, to jump up and you, you get your claws into Ada and you do, but she doesn't budge an inch, so you're now hanging, hanging off, off of, of Ada in the air. As you do that, a pulse of blue light bursts out of Ada that sends you flying as a panther so you can take 1d6 of, of damage too so the panther panther goes flying and this burst of blue light comes out of Ada and, and it settles around you and as it does it takes the form of a forest so you're all you're all suddenly surrounded by this you're still in the field but it's like a projection of a forest in this blue light all all around you it's it starts kind of moving through the forest but you're standing still but the projection is moving through and it takes you to a hut by a lake and then the door of the hut opens and you go into the hut and you can see the in- inside this hut there's a little pallet bed and there's a table and there's herbs drying from the ceiling and there's a fire burning in a chimney with a cauldron over it and the fire is burning brighter and brighter and brighter and then the fire goes out and at that moment the projection changes and you're sort of hovering above the fields and as you see all the scarecrows in the field collapse and these blue lights shoot out of them up into the stars at that point ada collapses to the ground and it's darkness so cassandra runs over to ada ada's coming round but ada at this moment you see something that nobody else sees so you're you're sort of semi-conscious as you look up you see the woman but the old woman but not in ghost form as a person and she's holding your shovel and she sticks it into the ground where she's standing and she says to you welcome home <gasps> and then she disappears does she take my shovel because i love my shovel no your shovel's in the ground welcome home <gasps> so as far as you guys can see a- ada's hit the deck and her shovel is in the ground in in front of her. That's so fucking cool. Okay. Okay. Ada. Ada. I'm just licking your face. I'm home. <laughs> licking her face. <laughs> Mama's home. Take one D4 of gross. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you okay, lovely? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I've seen a ghost. Like, I feel like I was the ghost. Did you guys see all the stuff in the forest? Do I, did I see that? Yes, yeah, so you, you were aware of everything happening, but you couldn't respond to it in, at the time you were possessed, but you saw what they saw. We, we saw the forest and we saw the hut and... There was a lady. Did you see the lady? She was real. She wasn't a ghost anymore. Did you see her? No. No ladies here, her. just you. I think she must have lived here before, before it was a farm. Maybe that's why she was angry with the farmers. Maybe we can go back to the, the farmhouse and ask them. See if they know anything about this. She said I was home, but this isn't my home. Brighton's my home. Did you hear her say that? No. Are you sure you didn't hit your head? Oh, yeah, I did. 
But I feel a bit weird. Is this like one of your ancestors or something? Yeah. And just on the map of the farms, is there a hut? A hut, a lake in the middle of the woods on the map, I can't remember. Yeah, looks like it. This here. Should mm. we go over to the woods and see if we can find the hut? Is that what you're thinking? Mm. Yeah, or well, like George said, ask the farmers if that's... It's, it's on the way, so maybe we Are could... Are we by this ruin? Or yeah, this so ruin? you're by, by the, the map that we'll put on Instagram. Yeah. You're, you're by those north ruins there at the moment. At this point, Cassandra de-panthers. <laughs> I love that. Deep-panthers. <laughs> yeah, de-panthers. <laughs> and she just gives Ada a hug. C- Cassandra, did you see the ghost? I saw a ghost. Yeah, you, y- you were possessed. That's um, fucking awesome. That kind of outshines my panther thing, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've all learned things tonight. We've all grown. So, because I was thinking, like, maybe, yeah, maybe that's what was ca- happening. She was upset because they've turned it into, like, arable farmland. Yeah, that it was her land yeah. and they've kind of turned it into something else. But why would that be happening? Oh, it's happening now because we're here. I wonder what the shovel means. Why is it shit? Yeah, like, because she worked the land. Or, or if she's telling you to dig a hole in that spot. We could do that. We could just dig a little hole and see Should if there's anything there. Did you have the vision of her stabbing the shovel into the ground in the hut? It was where we were. Or where so we where, are. where I woke up, the shovel was in the ground next to me. We should just dig. Just dig a little bit. Dig and if hole. nothing comes up, we'll just... Go should over, we, should yeah. we go and see the farmers on the way into the woods? Or <sighs> just go straight into the woods? Yeah, we should dig a hole and then go to the woods. Okay. I think it needs to be me that digs the hole though with my magic shovel. It's not magic. But I'm a bit magic now, so maybe it is magic. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna you're gonna dig where the shovel falls the ground. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you you start digging and you dig a couple of spadefuls of earth down. As you dig the third or fourth spadeful up, you see a skeleton laying in the earth. I never would have thought to do that, Emily. Amazing. Okay, cool. It's hard because I don't think Ada would want to disturb Bones. No, like reading about the paranormal and stuff, I think she would be like, oh shit. Do we Let's want like, to, like say a little blessing yeah, or something and then, like, over put it. put some flowers down or something yeah. over I it. I think we should move the Bones to the hut. And that might be why she's angry because she's died here and she's not been able to go home. I have a rummage. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say to you? Welcome home. Yeah, so maybe she wants to go home? She had a cold gen. Is London going to have a little cool. rummage? Yeah, can I just investigate the corpse for anything? Yeah, g- give me an investigation rule. It's 12. 12. With, with a 12, you pull back some of the dirt and you can you can see there's some bits of jewellery, some bits of like, tattered cloth that haven't fully decomposed, but lying in the ribcage, shining as brightly as the day it was made, is a big brass key. This might be important. <laughs> I found a key, guys. Do you think that's a key to the hut? I feel like we should keep all of it together, though. I, I don't know how we can respectfully move a skeleton and... Mm. It- Bag of holding. Get in there! <laughs> Chuck her in. <laughs> yeah. Can we have a little look outside if there's any, like... Um, like old doors or something, like a like a plank, yes. like a I love bit that. of wood, so we can just lift the skeleton ceremonially, like, kind of walk it. Yeah, that's the wrong way to go. Yeah, oh, but it's also I've old. got my pigment. I could I could paint a <gasps> yeah. like a, a stretcher, a beautiful coffin kind of yes. thing with flowers and stuff. Oh my goodness! With wheels. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Ada wants to Ada wants to carry it. Okay. Yeah, that's beautiful. What if this is... I'm, I'm just really worried this is totally the wrong thing to do and we're going to, like, pull out these bones and shit's going to kick off. Let's find out. There's a key in there. 
That's got to something. Uh, are you leaving the key? Are we leaving the body undisturbed, basically? And you're going to put it in the coffin? Yeah, I'm just going to yeah take it all, keep it all together. Move it with the mud, like on time too. Exactly. I'm going to talk to it the whole time. Just be like, it's okay. I think this is what you want me to do, but I'm not sure. Um, we're just, just going to pop you in there. Woo, there we go. So you've, you've painted an ornate coffin into existence. Yes. <laughs> Just a typical Friday night. I dug these remains out re- respectfully yep. and placed them in, in that coffin. Yep. I suppose that's taken you a couple of hours. So you're now st- you stood in these ruins looking out from the clifftop over the sea. It's, it's sort of about midnight now and you've got this ornate coffin with these remains placed in it and a key that you're keeping on you or putting in the coffin? In the coffin. That's this in the tower, coffin does well. it look like it could have been a massive tower? Like a kind of like a castle dungeon-y kind of situation. No, no, it's not. It's not big. Okay. But it's bigger than like a chimney on the hut would have been. Um, the hut was made of wood. This yeah, building okay. is made of stone. Do you say it's by the by the sea? So you're, you're right at the north of the Just island. on the cliff. So you're on the cliff o- and overlooking the sea to the north. Let's see if we can find the hut in the forest. So you're heading towards the forest? Yeah. Okay, cool. So you... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you're bringing the coffin with you, you're carrying this... Yeah, I mean, it's not very heavy. Bones. Cool. So you all head off through the fields under a full moon towards the, the dark forest at the edge of, of the island. Thank you for listening to Dungeons and Dopamine. If you enjoyed that episode, please don't forget to to rate and review, to subscribe to the podcast, tell all your friends about it. Yeah, the next episode will be with you in two weeks' time. Thanks very much. Bye.